Girlfriend in my life. The Rocky Balboa theme song. Close. You weren't. You weren't far off. That was pretty good. I'm pretty good with my humming. Humming. What do you? Okay. Humming these nuts. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. It's good, to, it's good to have you back, man. We've, I missed you here. I did and a show. I know. We haven't I did two shows other, without you. What? I did two shows without no, you. Did not. Yes, I did. Did you? You yeah. motherfucker. Did you really? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they have the most. Alex started a new show. It's called The Bomb Shelter Boy. <laughs> they actually oh, it has the most, uh, most listens, too. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be so boring. You'd just be nerding out on nutrition or something and people would tune out and fall asleep maybe that's what our people need uh, they might need that but are they gonna listen no for anybody that's listening to this right now that just, just got super pissed off at us you better start fucking listening to us when we're talking to nutri- about nutrition at least alex you see uh i'm questionable at times you see we're getting steve is gonna get us kilt i saw that a tactical kilt yeah it's a tactical kilt <laughs> he's talking he's like yeah you know I gotta get Danny's waist size, but I don't know if they're gonna have one small enough. Might oh, just get him. A, might just get him a skirt. My fucking size. <laughs> Screw him. What a, I hope he listens to this. Screw you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, the tactical. I would kilt. proudly wear that. The tactical kilt. Yeah. Yeah. I'd wear it. I'm just not sure when and where and why. I haven't answered those questions, but I'd wear it. Training. He, <laughs> what about when you gotta like squat it out? Are you, what are you gonna wear underneath it? That's the best part. You don't know. It's gonna be like. Have you ever seen those little thongs? We'll have to put a picture up for this, but those like half thongs where it goes over your shoulder. It only looks like it's a singlet. It's like a singlet, but it only goes over. It's literally like a G-string for a man, but it goes from top all the way over through your butt crack and then just houses your soft parts. Have you seen that? No. It's ridiculous. Let me look that up. Yeah, I'll show you. Check it out. I wish I could give you you ever Have you ever worn a, a thong before? I have worn a thong. Have you? Mm-hmm. Your wife's? I have. Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> that, that, honestly, that doesn't really surprise not, not me. A, not a, that doesn't like shock a, me. Like, Was that like a little sex game? No, it, it really wasn't. <laughs> I, I honestly just, she walked out of the room, and I was like, I'm going to put these on. For, so when she comes back in the room, I'm wearing it. <laughs> that was the extent of it. Wow. It, it that, doesn't that, hide that stuff. Turn my, wife, my wife is, like, she's tiny, and it didn't hide anything. But if it, it, if it didn't fit no, all it didn't those, fit. she w- she didn't want to wear it again. Can you imagine having some? Uh, part went through my butt can you imagine cheeks. having like a, a piece of cloth shoved up your ass all day? Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Why wear know. anything? I'm not. I so I agree. I agree. I mean, it's is it more sanitary to wear underwear? Right? Is it? I'm probably is it? not. Why? No, what? What do you? I mean, you know. We should all just start. That's a good. I like it. that. That's a good question. Is it more sanitary? I, d- I, w- I wouldn't think so. Because if well, you sweat and move and it's going to hold all that stuff in there for a male or a female, how is that? Think about it this way, though. It's another, especially at the gym, like on the benches, it's yeah, another barrier. Wearing, yeah, I get it's what you're another saying. Barrier. It's another barrier. Are, you're already getting swass out there. And our facility gets clean like a mother effer, though. Like every single person sprays every single piece of equipment down. It's very rare that... One of my someone cl- just walks away from a bench or something. and One of my clients said to me while I was, we were working out, mm-hmm. she said, I really love how all of you take so much pride in the facility. Oh, that's awesome. And I, was I like, love hearing that because it didn't used to be that way. We, we had 
there's one point, and I'm ashamed to say this, but we were much younger in our careers of understanding how to run a facility, let alone a business. And it was just so dirty. It was so dirty. Yeah, I mean. There was like crumbs up by the lockers and stuff. Just We were so minimally staffed that, understaffed, I should use that word. We were understaffed because we weren't making enough money to pay anybody. So we were just doing everything. So we would be, we would do the maintenance, then we do the training, and then everything else that comes with running a business. And those things just got, they were just left, you know, they just missed. So, but it's not like that anymore. You know, we've hired specialists in each area and maintenance folks. And shout out to Davidicus, David. Oh, and you know, uh, one of the clients that we were talking about the other day that, that wasn't happy with, how commercial we were going. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I took a step back and I looked at it and I was like, this gym is really evolving and I, for the better. I agree. Like, holy I agree. shit. And, and everybody won't see it that way, right? Yeah. They, they won't see it that way. How do you feel about that? Uh, like so, that it shifted dude, just a little bit because you came from the old school yeah. mentality. When people would walk in the gym and, and it bothered me, and it shouldn't have, but that's who we were at that time. I love the grunge kind of dirty backyard type gym, garage gym, and, and that's never what I wanted. I didn't want that yeah. because that's you really probably not. probably didn't have enough money no, to create. Nobody makes any money, yeah. and then the gym shuts down. Like, well, you probably didn't have enough money to, to, to make it the way you wanted to. That's the only reason it yeah. was like that is because yeah. we didn't have enough members and PT and good trainers and good staff and good management. Like, we didn't have any of that stuff in place. So I, I, love, I love the old gym for sure. Yeah. I love the old it's fine memories. The old for way me. it was, but again, like if if you don't evolve, then you're not going to continue to grow. No, no. So I like. I think it's. I think it's better now. Well, there's just going to be more competition. And we saw. We were the first in town, and in our first few years, we just killed it because we were the only. We we had, we had a, a snap, but they had really let themselves go before the new owner of Snap came in and moved next to Jewel before they also shut down. Um, but we really didn't have any competition in, in town. I think there was a Curves maybe, but they were on their way out. So we dominated. And then there was like all of a sudden by like the year three or four, I think six gyms in total were in the town of Elburn with a town of 6,000. And you're like, yeah. what the hell are people opening gyms for in Elburn when there's already six gyms? Like it just made no sense if you wanted to make money because you just cut the marketplace in sixth. It didn't – you just look at the people capital and how many people are going to the gym in a relatively small farming community. It wasn't enough to support. So it was a really a tough time. So like we talked about this before, when COVID happened, it kind of cleaned the marketplace out and it ended up, and, well, and I'm not proud of this, but it ended up yeah. benefiting us because so many gyms shut, that shut yeah. down. It cleaned the marketplace out. In a lot of industries, it cleaned well, the marketplace out. And at out. that time, think about it. Like there was, there was a gym for everybody. Like, yeah. So... Good or bad, I mean, as a business owner, there was a gym for each kind of person. And, like, you know, three, four, or five years ago, the, the, the powerlifting grunge gym that was here, yeah. that was for certain people. And then there was the Snap Fitness, it was for, like, the, yep. you know, certain people. And then there was a, what, yeah, like a Curves or a Fuse kind of thing for the, you know, soccer moms. Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. kind of thing. So, it's, yeah, there was a gym for every, every single person. And now... It shifted, Snap's and I gone, think we, so. we managed to create a facility that was a best of all of those worlds that you could still come here and push heavyweight, 
but not be intimidated by dropping weights. You still have the additional like yoga room and very neutral space as opposed to the bold vibey colors that we have with the main gym. Uh, you know, shit, we're over 8,000 square foot now. Like we're, we're not a small facility anymore. It's not, it's not, uh, well, this, this little tiny gym in a podunk town. Elburn's significantly growing. We have the restaurant about to open. The liquor license just got closed, so I'm super happy and proud of that. So we're going into production for the Mead Hall. But, like, there's there's a lot of moving parts to the town of Elburn now. Yeah. It's really cool. And we haven't talked – I'm going to switch the topic just a little bit because we haven't talked about this in a little while. Alex and I have been very busy on a few other projects. Um, but we are about to get heavily back into Brilliant Eats. Are we, are we going to – I'm starting to say – July here. I, I think we're ready to roll. Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think so. We're ready and I, I, the fridge comes Wednesday. Um, the only thing that I have really, we have to. I have a little bit of the licensing to finish. That's, I mean, and I'm almost done with that. Oh, for the certifications. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. really like my next step here, uh, which is really exciting. Obviously, we got to get the website going, but yeah. is I have all the recipes ready to go. And now it's it's menu design for the next month. So like, all right, next the first week's gonna be whatever, like say calzones, Korean meatballs, whatever it is. And then week two, we just so we have everything in order. I can I have all the stuff I need, so I can just contact U.S. Foods, bang, get the food out there, get it in, cook the food, send it out. So that's my next step is just to have every single week ready to roll with what menu's gonna go out. That's tremendous. So that's I'm excited for that, and you know that's my favorite part. Yeah, I love that part. I think that's th th that's where you're gonna be able to thrive is creating that menu for everybody. Yeah, it's the coolest part because once we get the Lodi staff rolling on cooking, I don't unless you want to be there, you wouldn't have to. No, know? I mean, it's definitely something I'd, I'll oversee, but yeah, I don't. I, with all the other what, stuff once, going yeah, on, yeah, once we make it fluid. Mm -hmm. yeah, after like six months, I, I don't see any reason mm -hmm. to be there. You know. I think that's what excites me the most about it, coming from the brick-and-mortar style of facility. Brick-and-mortar meaning like you have a physical location for Brilliant Eats. One of the reasons we both got so excited for Brilliant Eats is because we can, you can kind of automate the process. And it's really – it's not – brick-and-mortar is tough, especially in the fitness industry. We alluded to the fact that we have, you know, over the years kind of changed the vibe of the facility and whatnot, but you have to keep up – with the current trends of the industry, meaning new treadmills and new equipment and how, what people are looking for. And that costs a lot of money to maintain, well, from a maintenance standpoint of equipment and facility and staff and those types of things. Well, when you create a business online, it's such a beautiful thing because you can automate most of those things and then integrate it into your website now. There's like paywalls and like everything can be fully automated. It's one of the reasons we went into the portal is we can, in the, the online uh, training portal, which is, we'll be launching on our website here within a month. Um, you you can, th there is no overhead. And you have access to everybody, as opposed to like, we have access to 6,000 people in some remaining, or er, just surrounding cities and, and local areas where we can draw some people to the brick and mortar. But overall, it's so hard to get further out. And with Brilliant Eats and with the portal specifically, we can get outside the box of Elburn. And I'm, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm like, I'm like Incredibly excited. About well, that. that's the that's the move, we right? Really I start mean, to impact people, not just in this community, but well beyond. We can't. Know. I mean, we can't really thrive just going to Elburn. No, no, the town's growing significantly, <laughs> but it's still a process, right? It still takes time. Excuse me, guys. A little allergy action. Oh my god. 
All right, dude, let's get into this. I got a, I got a really good question for you. Yeah, let's get it. And from uh, um, uh, intermediate, I guess, second year trainer to an advanced trainer. I get this question a lot and I know it myself, but it's hard to communicate to clients. How do you communicate and differentiate to a client that's brand new into the training um, sphere or working out in general, never done it before, soreness versus pain, especially with someone who has chronic pain all the time. Ooh, chronic pain. All the um, time, but sore, muscle soreness from a workout or chronic pain, which they, which they don't, they've never worked out, so it's hard for them to understand. Yeah, but like from a body awareness standpoint? Yeah, so like, it's hard for me to really communicate to them, and so I, yeah. I think that depends on the individual, because you have things called like delayed onset soreness, of when you're getting impacted by that type of soreness. Is it immediate? Is it a day later? Uh, I'm actually the type of person that if I crush a workout the day of, it doesn't hit me. No. Really, like I don't get sore. Second day, a little bit. Third day, I'm crushed if I did yeah. something that I haven't been accustomed to doing, right? Um, or just push, push the boundaries a little bit. But um, I think that is a learned – some people will disagree with this, but I think that is um, based on experience. I think over time you get body awareness by the time that you spend in the gym and then you can differentiate between um, what type of pain you're getting. Yeah, but as, and as if you're getting chronic pain from tearing your muscles down every single time, are you allowing proper recovery time? No, this, this client, I mean, this client has chronic pain because of the conditions that she has. But, okay, okay no, just, so just differentiating the difference between muscle soreness and um, pain. So, like, just for anybody who's new to the Yeah, like industry. from a pole to, I'm just, I'm yeah, just general yeah, muscle yeah. soreness? Yeah, because the, the big thing that you'll notice, and I'll notice, is um, they're like, ow, 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 it hurts, but it's, it's, I know what it is. Yeah. It's just my, me trying to communicate to them, like, well, there's like, no, it, it hurts. Like, I, like, it hurts in their back, but then they complain prior to that of having back pain or yeah. this pain or that pain. I think so much of it. There, is, is there anything? Is there is there ways you would describe soreness compared to pain? That's I guess I mean, that's, that's my a really good question. Um, to somebody who doesn't know. I, I well, there's a difference between are you getting sharp pain? Yeah. Are you getting numbness? Are you getting tingling? Are you are you putting like are you putting pressure on a nerve? Are you does it hurt when you like? I mean. There, like getting disc, like a bulging disc pain could take your breath away and stop almost all movement to the point where you feel like your back is blown out um, to just a little bit of soreness and aches. That is going to be pain tolerance. And pain tolerance is built over time. Pain tolerance is built by putting yourself in the fire, for lack of a better word, day in and day out and testing what you can handle. There's some people that have very high pain tolerance, and there's some people that they lift up a 10-pound dumbbell, curl it five times, they get a little muscle soreness, and they think it's pain. But their body is, has just not adapted to that. The, to, that. Oh, man, that's a really good question, Alex. I don't know if I've ever thought of that. That I probably answer that question. I'm like, because I toss you on I'll the just spot take, here. I'll take, a tough one. No, no, no. Well, I'll, take, I'll, ta I'll just run them through where does it hurt, how much does it hurt, what do you think caused it, if it's like – oh, it's fatigue because we're on our 12th rep and we're pushing a little bit of weight, I'd probably know where that's right. coming from. And then, you know, monitoring them throughout the session thereafter. But 
to, to for somebody to say, I mean, we run into that almost daily. Mm-hmm. Like each client's completely different in terms right. of their pain tolerance. It's like, should I grab a 10 pound dumbbell or a 45 pound dumbbell? And I get a class that's full of a bunch of people that are of different strength levels. Like I can't tell you what you need to grab there. You know, I, I going I, into that, going I, into I, that. I want your opinion though. To tell, tell me what you would tell a client. So what I tell, I want to think, I got to think about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, I, really what I tell, because a lot of my clients can differentiate it by now. Yeah. But I, what I tell my client, yeah. It's based on experience. What I tell my client is basically, I don't know, honestly, like, I, I, I tell them, like, I, you're, this isn't, I, it's muscle soreness. Yeah. That's why I'm asking you, I'm having a tough time communicating. It's one of the things that I'm actually struggling with to communicate okay. soreness versus pain, because yeah, pain. It's like, is it is it always there? Is it throbbing? Is it is it is it a sharp pain? I'll ask. Yeah. Or yeah. is it this? Because someone who's lifted their whole life, I know the two the, the, the differences. That's the difficult part about it. Yeah, it, that is a body awareness thing that is definitely learned over time, especially being in a gym where you're essentially damaging the muscle. You know, right. I mean, that's the goal, right? To, to build and, and get stronger. Um, so I think, I think probably the best answer that I could come up with right now, uh, man, I, I feel like an idiot with answering this question. That's no, a really, really I, yeah. good question. Um, I'm just going to walk them through a couple of assessments. That would be my answer. If, if uh, let's say it's a back thing, I'm going to test a few things. I'm going to test the hamstring, I'm going to test the glutes. I'm going to see what their range is. I'm going to test his T-spine. I'm going to just do a, a quick assessment on, on what they're capable, how they're able to move thereafter, what they're feeling, and then move on from there and, say, and then make a determination. Okay, well, we're, we're 45 minutes into our session. We've, we've pushed some weight today. we pushed some volume today. We haven't pu- gone to this extent, so your body is not used to it yet. But again, there's a very big difference between uh, pain. It's, it's the old adage of... Uh, with is it an injury or are you hurt right because there's two there's those are two different things when you're in in the gym so or, or playing a sport or anything so i that's a good question that's a that's a really good question i'm, I'm gonna do i'm gonna do a little research on that on how to explain that better so a question from uh, marissa marissa asks hey guys danny and alex i hope you're having a great day good yeah, hey. you too marissa uh I hear about you. I hear you guys talk about sleep, hydration, and nutrition all the time. My one question is, how important is hydration, and what are some ways that I can really focus on staying hydrated, even though I don't love water? Ooh, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hey, Marissa. Hey, hey, Marissa. Just don't get sexual. Just kidding. How sexy was that? I could, uh, if Marissa saw me in a kilt, <laughs> she want, she'd my wanna, goodness. She'd want to see you outside the <laughs> kilt. <laughs> she would she want to lift the kilt. The kilt. <laughs> I, I don't know Marissa, okay? So okay, my so, wife's listening right now. Uh, yeah. Pits off. Let's I love ta- you. Let's talk a little bit about uh, just hydration first. And I'm going to have you touch on that, Danny. Okay. Do, do you want... You just want me to go now? Am I ready? Well, I guess. I mean, you're the hydration guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the hydration guy? Okay. I mean, mm, I can touch yeah, on it. Water. Yeah, water. Go? I'll, I'll get on. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I you start. You start. So, no, I'm just kidding. I'll start. Fucking A. I'm just playing. Okay, so 
I, I like this question right now specifically because I think I talked about this in the last podcast. I recently had some blood work. Pick this question for I you. In, when I went in, this is a good one. You did, you did good. Marissa did good. Um, when I, I will specifically talk about the, the hydration aspect of this or being dehydrated. When I went in for my blood work last time, I was having some, some issues. I had elevated bilirubin, which is typically coincides with like a, you have a, potentially have a problem with your kidneys or, or liver specifically. Could be gallbladder. Could be pancreas, but usually you see that with liver. Um, and my blood work came back with a bu- bunch of sh- let's just say a bunch of shit was wrong with it. And the majority, as I continued to get tested, was because of being dehydrated. Um, and chronic dehydration is, uh, in my opinion, and I, I don't say this lightly, it's like the death of mankind. Because we choose so many caffeinated options, we choose so many different uh, types of drinks that we don't really ever get hydrated just by drinking water. Um, and, and, and knowing what and how much water you should be taking on every single day, I think is a huge part of that, right? Oh yeah, I mean, for sure. So um, obviously with a lot of like coffee and tea, Coffee and tea are very good for you, very healthy, but they're, they also have caffeine in it. Caffeine yeah. also has, it has its health benefits, but it is a diuretic, and it does, it does, uh, I guess, it dilute, de- yeah, it dehydrates you it, yeah. and gets rid of water within the body. Uh, as far as, okay, with hydration, and we do see dehydration all the time. That's like one of the number one things I tell my clients. Oh my Drink gosh. about a gallon of water a day. If your energy's lacking and you're you're putting a bunch of energy drinks in your system, not even that. Even if you're just lacking drinking anything, water. True. Like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. add water. First of all, what are you gonna see? You're gonna see. You're probably gonna see weight loss. Weight loss. Not, yeah. Skin health. Everything. Hair health. All those great things. Um, My father-in-law just went through it. He just was in the. Well, he's in the hospital now. Um, he had pancreatitis, but. Uh, when he came in, he was severely dehydrated to the point where his body and organs were starting to shut down um, because of being dehydrated. So the first thing that they do, of course, is hook up intravenous, intravenous and get your body rehydrated. And it I literally was like he came back to life. It was incredible. It can kill you. It's the worst thing for you. It's, if you're If you're getting into just trying to treat your body better, you're getting into the gym for the first time, the best thing that you can do is start to hydrate yourself first and foremost. Especially if you're lifting weights. Muscle is mostly water. Yeah. And uh, not to get too into the pre-workouts and stuff, but they, they have these compounds like citrulline and arginine that give you, a, like they're supposed to give you a great pump, and they, they do to a certain extent. But if, you're, if you want the best pump, if you want those muscles full of just oxygen, nutrient-rich blood, is being well hydrated being really well hydrated is going to be your best bet. And then really to get that pump as well as adding salt, that's going to help with the electrolytes. Drinking just water without any sodium or electrolytes actually doesn't really hydrate you. So you actually, you need electrolytes, minerals for it to bind to the cell and hydrate the cell. Otherwise, just water by itself, the cell will burst. Now, that's a bit of an extreme and you have to be drinking tons and tons of water. So if someone who's sedentary, I'm not, you, don't, you probably don't need to add a bunch of salt to your water. Somebody who's exercising, and probably for you, Marissa, who's just getting into the gym, starting to sweat a lot more, I would even recommend, as long as you're not eating a lot of ultra-processed foods that are high in sodium, really salt your water. Make sure you're hydrating yourself, staying hydrated. And for, for the question of you don't like water, 
Um, well, you know, I would, so let, let's start with this. Start with a, um, start with some lemon. If you want to add a little bit of stevia, start with like a, a, mi, a mayo, mio, just to start to, to put your foot in the water. Like, no pun intended. And then let's, let's, pun intended, man. Let's, <laughs> let's move away from that and then let's go with some, some cucumber, some lemon, some lime. You can use some apple cider vinegar, use some salt. And then just start to really, really start to get you to adapt to uh, water and feeling well hydrated. It's, well, such, it, it's such a low-hanging fruit to be dehydrated and to, to grab that fruit and be hydrated. Why would you not? All you have to do is drink water. It's not that we have to go on this crazy diet. Just start drinking water. Your energy is going to go up. You're going to feel fuller in your muscles. Your exercise is going to be better. Your sleep's going to be better. Your I hair, was just skin, say nails, that. cognitive mood, everything, uh, sleep. Everything. It delivers nutrients to the cells. Meaning, when you take in good, healthy food and you're not drinking water, it's not the same delivery mechanism. You're not. I mean, it is everything. It's it's life. Water is life, man. So, um, if you feel constantly tired fatigued, foggy, and you're, you're just turning to caffeine, you probably need to turn to hydrating the body. How much water that. do you drink a day? Do you Not think? enough. Not enough. And that was clear with my blood work. And I've been dealing with fatigue. That's why I initially went in. So I got to live with up you, to this myself. I, I don't. A lot of times I caffeinate. We've I never see podcast. you with a bottle of water. I do. I do. Like right after, I'll t let's say I drink a monster before my, my workout or something, and then I'm smashing water the whole time. I'll take that cup and I'm, but I'm not, I'm not hydrated enough. I'm not. Yeah. And I can, I can tell the difference day to day. Yeah, for sure. Okay, guys. Hey, we're going to wrap, wrap this, this one shit. up. Don't. What? what? Wrap, be cool, wrap your tool. No, you just cut me off, man. Okay, well, I you I feel go. like I'm about to get road rage. Can I tell a story real quick to close this? Oh, no. I love stories. All right. I had a road start. rage incident the other day. Whatever you say. I keep thinking of road head when you say no. that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. What are you, 10? That's the worst thing ever, road head. Continue with road rage. It's not good. It's, it's very distracting. What's going to happen? Um, so I had road rage, not road head, the other day. Very different. It's very different yeah, for you guys wondering opposite. what that is. That's the, uh, that is the spectrum. I right won't there. get into the road head. So, so um, I'm, driving, I'm driving along, I'm driving along, I'm driving along. And there's a guy that decides that he wants to pass like 12 cars on 47 when I'm coming home from the gym. And 47 is a two-laner. And he passed like six cars going, mm, probably about a hundo. Not, not exaggerating at all. And there's cars coming the opposite direction, and he misjudged it. And I was the lead car on the opposite side. So oh. he's passing, going around me, right? At the last second, I, see, I just see him blur by, and I saw the oncoming traffic, and they were within feet at that point, and he had to cut me off. And I went, I was going maybe 60, 65, 60, 65 taps. And uh, I went off the side of the road to try to, like, save myself and the car in the opposite oncoming traffic. And he just keep on, keeps on going, and, like, nothing ever fucking happened. Doesn't wave or anything, and I'm like, wow, what a douche. So we get up to the next light, and I wasn't even riding his ass. I just looked like – I raised my hands like, whoa, dude, like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I wasn't even pissed. I was like, you made a 
huge mistake. I wasn't yelling at the guy. I wasn't flicking him off, nothing, which is against what I would typically do in that situation. Usually I'm, like, ready to fight. And the guy starts flicking me off and going fucking ballistic. And I'm like, you cut six cars out. I don't even know why you're mad right now. He was mad at me because he knew he I'd did something wrong. I'd be pooping my pants if I was him. So then I got pissed, and then I started to ride his ass. And he pulls over, and I pulled over because I was like, you know no. what? This guy wants to get into it right now. He gets out of his car, and I'm like, should I get out? I won't get out because I'm calm. Like, I've been in situations before i got out of his car got out of his car comes like sprinting up to my car and i'm going okay well i'm just gonna fist fight this guy through my door right now because he's <laughs> fucking ballistic he, huge dude too huge dude like very heavy big guy like obese uh yeah 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 uh, it's a pretty like just a big dude should've big dude him. i was i was ready right so just wait because it gets this gets so much worse and I could tell right away he wasn't the fighting type. Like, he, all the aggression, he was trying to just intimidate me, and I was talking like you and I are talking right now. I was like, man, you just cut off a ton of traffic, and you're mad at, you're mad at me right now. And he is losing his mind. You motherfucker, I'll fucking kill you. I'll kill everybody you know. I mean, just losing his mind. And I'm like, are you listening to yourself? I was like, you cut me off. You said I rode your ass. I didn't. And now you come to my door pissed off. I'm like, you don't see a problem here. And he's like, stay the fuck away from me. I'll kill you. And I'm like, all right, man. Don't threaten me. Like, we're going to have a huge problem. So we start going. He got me a little amped up. So now I'm riding his ass again. The dude pulls over. <laughs> so he's trying to, like, get away from me at this point, And now I'm just angry. So I'm going to be a douchebag about it. And I'm going to follow him. So he happens to live in the same neighborhood as me. And I'm following him. But I'm not really following. Like, I'm going home. It's, this is how I have to go home. He pulls up. There's a, there's a spot where you can't, you can't get around traffic. Like, there's a curb. Like, you can't go anywhere. Right. He there's stops a, there's in the a, middle of the median. street coming into our, into, uh, you know, what the it median. looks like in, our, yeah, yeah. in the median. Yep. And on the right-hand side is the pond. Like, yeah. you're not getting around. Yeah. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> he stops, sprints up to my window. You're a fucking psychopath. You're a fucking psycho. You're following me to my home. I'm calling the police. <laughs> losing his shit on me and I'm like dude are you listening to yourself I was like you're screaming right now I was like should I call the cops I was like because you're threatening me I, I, I at this point I knew the guy wasn't going to do anything unless he pulled a gun or something like that he was at that level of just insanity dude how are so you? we pull up further and I'm still following him of course He's, he stops his car again comes sprinting back out to my car I'm like what happening right now and i didn't tell him that i'm going home like he totally just thinks i'm following him to his house at this point he's like you're fucking following he's got tears in his eyes and i'm i'm just going home and i i feel a little bad at this point but because of the things he said to me i knew he wasn't gonna do like i could just tell this guy wasn't down for that like when you lose your mind you're not ready to fight like you're scared that's that's why you're doing that that's why you're so amped up and you're so fired up after you made the mistake driving and almost killed people in traffic. Like, anyway, I, I know exactly where the guy lives now. It's that far from my house. Just send him a card. I got into the, his like cul-de-sac and <clears throat> cul-de-sac or whatever the hell you call it. And I rounded out and I went home. You send him a card and be like, I know where you live. I know where you live, you motherfucker. <laughs> that's actually, still kind of that's a bad. great story. Yeah, I've had a few instances where I've got into it with people. Where I got you? into it with a construction worker when Nico's was going up down the road. That, him and I were, like, heavily into it. Like, 
pushing we'll each other. We'll save that for the, the next street. podcast. Yeah, we didn't get We're going to wrap though. it up. I actually wrote the, that guy a, a letter apologizing because I, I think I told him I was going to kill him and his Thanks for listening to another episode <laughs> of the Bob Shelter Boys. Okay. I was going to talk we'll to everybody be back. today. We'll be back.